Welcome back to Unlucky Hunters Matter. This week we are going to talk about lessons that I have learned in the last couple of days since the season has opened here in Connecticut. And hopefully this will help all of you listening not to make the same mistakes that I have made. Alright, let's dive into lessons learned on Unlucky Hunters Matter. What does lessons learned actually mean? The Wikipedia definition of what lessons learned means are experiences distilled from past activities that should be actively taken into account into future actions and behaviors. To sum this up, it's just saying taking our mistakes or accomplishments and applying what you have learned from them and applying those into the future. Now, we can apply lessons learned into every aspect of your life to include your job, any hobbies or projects that you are taking on, but today we will be talking about lessons learned in regards to hunting. Before going any further, I do have a disclaimer that I need to mention. I know my last podcast I had mentioned some company brands that I use, and I want to make sure that you all know I am not sponsored by those said companies, nor do I have any affiliations with them. They are just the companies that I have personally chosen to use based on my research and product reviews. Now with that being said, our season here in Connecticut opened up last Friday. I went out for the morning hunt to an area that already had a couple of cameras and tree stands that I had placed during the summer. I chose the spot for my tree stand because it was a spot that I hunted last year and that always would have deer passing through there in the morning so I knew that would be a great spot to hunt again this year. When I had set up my tree stand I was able to get to it pretty easy from the brush that the state had cut from the previous upland bird season. So one would think that they would have the brush cut at the same paths before the hunting seasons will open up this year, like they had done in the previous season, right? Well, I was completely wrong. They had not been out there at all this year. The path that I had just taken a few months ago is now completely regrown and some of the thickest brush to get through. A couple of lessons that I have learned from this is this. The first one is make sure that your once thought pathway is still there and not overgrown with the viney brush that is trying to trip and stick you with every step you take. Or make a path if your stay allows for that. And the second lesson from this is having a backup route to take in case this happens to you so you can plan on how long it will take you to get to your spot. The one positive outcome from all of this though is that I actually got into some deer, a doe with three fawns. And no, I didn't get a harvest even though I tried to. She was too far for what I felt uncomfortable for shooting on the ground and moderate cover was, especially when she was already on high alert. Another lesson that I learned on opening day was I would test out my gear, like my backpack, load it up, and making sure it would fit and work properly while walking and sneaking through the woods prior to the season opening. And I made sure that my crossbow was fitted out nicely with a shoulder strap, and though I thought I put the quiver on the what I thought would be the correct side but I never carried my crossbow like I was going to walk with it through the woods. So opening morning I get to my spot get changed into my hunting clothes and get all geared up and start heading out for the morning hunt. But now instead of trying to carry my crossbow on my shoulder like I always did when I was around my house when I would take it out to shoot I am now trying to figure out how to actually be able to comfortably hold it while walking 
because now I'm actually hunting. One problem that I had quickly learned is that I had put the quiver on the wrong side so when it was attached to my crossbow, the bolts would rub and smash against me while walking. Then try to carry it on my shoulder, my crossbow wouldn't sit right because the quiver and bolts would sit against my water bottle causing the crossbow to sit all cockered. My huge takeaway from this is to make sure that you are testing all your hunting gear together, making sure that everything that you are bringing into the woods will work together. So you don't get frustrated like I did to the point where I almost wrote that morning off and I was about to just head home to fix the whole problem. Then you can take that a step farther and test out your gear with your late season hunting clothes to include shooting with your hunting clothes and gloves on so you can see how that will affect your accuracy and handling of your weapon of choice for that current season. Then another lesson learned that worked out was pre-hunting observations. My buddy and I went out to this freshly cut cornfield the day before the season opener and we spent that evening just glassing and watching this field to see when and where the deer would come out and what they would do once they came out into this field. This played out hugely for the very next night when I was out hunting that field I had deer all around me to the point where I almost had a shot opportunity to the point that I just needed the deer to come five yards to my left and step into the small window that was through the leftover standing corner on the edge of this field that separated me and the deer. The lesson here is take an evening and just watch the deer to see what they do so you can make an educated idea on how to hunt the next evening. I know trail cameras are an awesome tool to use, but they don't take into account for what is happening around the rest of that area and fields can be hard areas to cover with trail cameras. So like I said, just take an evening and do an observation sit and figure out what the deer are doing in that area and I promise you it will help out in the long run. One more lesson that I have learned was yesterday I took my son out on his very first hunt and boy was he excited that he forgot almost all the essentials for hunting. He forgot his face mask, he forgot a belt to wear, he forgot his backpack to put his water bottle in. He ended up carrying his water bottle in one of his pockets to make sure he wouldn't drop it, causing it unneeded noise. But in doing this, his pants kept trying to fall down, so he was fighting that. The lesson learned here for us parents, or someone taking a buddy or family member out on their first hunt, is to provide the backup and ensure that these young hunters have everything that they need so they can truly enjoy the first hunt and be able to just take it all in and learn. Then another lesson learned is understanding the weather and how that's going to affect the deer movement. Yesterday we had that storm blow through, uh, tropical hurricane that ended up hitting Maine but we got the wind and the low pressure from that which caused the deer in my area at least from what I observed on my cameras and in person the deer just weren't moving but as soon as that storm blew through and the pressure started to rise again the deer started moving they started showing up on camera to include the night so just understand 
that and don't get discouraged when you're out hunting because you should be out as much as possible because the more you're out the more you're likely to see game and have encounter with the game as well as just learning the behavior of the deer in that area so make sure you're paying attention to the weather I always use the weather app and this year uh, I am starting to track more of the pressure and how that is working with deer movement and I know their science has proven that barometric pressure doesn't really have an effect on how deer move but just in the last couple days when the pressure has been up in the low 30s the deer have seemed to be moved a lot more and with the pressure increasing the deer have been moving a lot more compared to when the, the pressure was low based off the storm in the low 29 region obviously it's two days in the season so it's going to be an interesting trend to see as the season continues in tracking the barometric pressures. But don't get discouraged because of that. Because those storms coming through and you can't affect it but you can at least get out there and see how this storm or storms or the weather is affecting deer in your area. Then another lesson learned, and this is a tough one, is social media. I love social media. I love using it, love tracking things on it, watching things. But during the hunting season, it is the most frustrating thing out there. All you see is everybody's success that they're having. And don't get me wrong, I am very happy that they are having success. But when I have situations where I am not successful, I haven't harvested anything, should have harvested you know the deer opening evening but things happen life happens and it just doesn't work out so don't buy into everything you see on social media that has to do with hunting understand that maybe those people that finally are having success themselves or they're hunting private land where the deer have never had pressure or they have very minimal pressure compared to what they would get if they are on state land which is what I hunt is a lot of state land just like I'm sure a lot of you hunt state land as well but every time I go on social media and see hunters posting their harvest it always gets to me like man what am I doing wrong but the truth is nothing I'm doing nothing wrong it clearly shows when I have deer within range it just doesn't work out because the situation's set up wrong or they're on the private property which is what happened in opening evening too is I had deer on the public side and then also had deer trying to circle around me on the private side to get back on to the public land but the wind was blowing perfectly for hunting that field but it was blowing my scent right back down into this private land where these deer were trying to circle around and they'd catch my wind and then they take off farther into the private. Don't let social media discourage you or make you think you're not doing a good job because honestly you're probably doing the best job you can and you're just not having success yet. 
But if you keep taking these lessons that you're learning and applying them to how you hunt, you are going to be a better hunter and you will have success. It just takes time. This is going to wrap it up this week on Unlucky Hunters Matter. But I appreciate all of you for tuning in and listening to me talk to you all. I really hope that my lessons learned help all of you not make the same mistakes that I have. I'm going to challenge you that each and every time that you go out hunting, you recap on what you thought you did well that you can do better on so the next time that you go out, you won't keep making the same mistakes. By doing this, each and every time, it will make you even a better hunter than you were the day before. And that, I can most certainly guarantee you. I do, however, apologize that this week is not as long as normal. But going forward, towards the end of the episode, I'll have a section just for my lessons learned for that week to hold myself accountable for this challenge. Thank you again for listening to Unlucky Hunters Matter. And until next week, like always, have fun, be safe, shoot straight, and good luck to you. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening.